0: In the name of our loving, liberating, and life-giving God, amen. Come, follow me, Jesus said. And the disciples' lives and our world were forever changed. We heard similar words last week from the perspective of John's gospel. Jesus said to the first disciples in that account, What are you looking for? Their somewhat strange response was, Where are you staying? And he said to them, Come and see. Now, in Matthew's version of this same calling, he says to four fishermen, Come, follow me. Now, last week I talked about that invitation to come and see as it was lived by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and how his following that call to Montgomery and Memphis and Chicago and Washington and so many other places became the itinerary of the civil rights movement that would change America. This past Monday was, of course, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and I can't help but talk once again here today, when we have almost the same gospel, uh, about some of the ways his life exemplified a modern-day response to Jesus' call to be his disciples. It's easy to look at Dr. King and assume that there was a kind of divine destiny about his life. So closely is it linked in our minds with the movement that he led and the many moving speeches and sermons he gave, words that have become part of the canon of modern American literature and rhetoric. It may not occur to us that he never imagined himself in this role. He never sought to start a movement and in fact was just going about his business as a young Baptist preacher when it all began. And what we may not always appreciate is just how much chance was involved in the role that he would eventually play. Now you remember how Rosa Parks had refused after a hard day of work to get up from her seat in the back of the bus to make room for a white woman. She was arrested and charged with a misdemeanor. And it was the outrage over this event that started the Montgomery bus boycott. There had been lots of other instances of people, like Rosa Parks, who from time to time were breaking the rules and refusing to live by these discriminatory laws. Some of them had been arrested too. Neither Martin Luther King, who was a pastor in Montgomery at the time, nor anyone else had made very much fuss over these incidents before now. This was just how life was, but there was something about this particular moment, this particular situation that caught Martin's attention and the attention of lots of other people. There was a moment of realization, an epiphany, followed by a turning around, a changing of direction and going another way. It was a response to a call to come and follow me just like those first disciples, Peter and Andrew, James and John. They, too, had heard Jesus' call and responded by following him. Martin took his growing reputation as a young preacher, together with his knowledge of Gandhi's principles of nonviolent social action, and followed Jesus, Followed where Jesus led him, playing an active role in the bus boycott leading the movement that began to grow from that point onward. Jesus walked along the Sea of Galilee here at the beginning of his ministry, calling people to repentance. Metanoia is the Greek word for that. For the kingdom of heaven has come near, he said. Now we often think of repentance as something involving our emotions, like deep remorse, or sorrow as a result of a terrible guilt for all the horrible things we have done. But the meaning of repentance, however, is really something quite different from that. It really means something like getting yourself a new orientation for the way you live, then acting upon it. Jesus called to the disciples, said, Look, a new reality is coming into being, what he called the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God. Start living into it. Turn from the assumptions you have always lived by, assumptions like that's just the way things are, even if they're unfair, and start envisioning a world that looks like the world God intends for it to be. And then live that way. Jesus saw Peter and Andrew, caught them in a moment when they were doing what they were usually doing fishing. Nothing wrong with fishing, but Jesus had something more for them. Come and follow me, he said, and I will make you fish for people. Jesus took what they were already good at, gave it a new meaning, and then he went on to find James and John, the sons of Zebedee, in the boat with their father, and he called them, Come, follow me. And they left their nets and their father and followed him. Peter, Andrew, James, and John had never even seen Jesus before, as far as we know. How could it be that they would simply leave their nets, their livelihood, and even their father, in the case of James and John, to follow Jesus? They're not told why they should follow him, or what that will mean, or where this path will lead. And yet they follow. It's a miracle, a response to Jesus' own word his call to get a new orientation for the way you live, then act upon it. It apparently came at just the right time when they were prepared to hear and to act. And they did. Jesus took a group of fishermen and put them to work, fishing for the kingdom of heaven. And that's pretty much what happens for us too. Jesus calls us not to become someone we are not, and not necessarily to abandon the things we love and find meaning in, but to take them to a new level, to turn and see with new eyes, and then to act upon them. And that's what discipleship is all about. If you already love children, for example, it just might mean that you start getting really engaged in helping children held in camps at our border be reunited with their families. If you already love hiking and the great outdoors, It might just mean that you get engaged in the struggle to preserve our national parks and oppose the turning back of regulations to protect the waters and land for future generations. If you already love knitting, it might mean starting a prayer shawl ministry where knitters sit together, pray, and knit shawls for people who are sick or in some kind of need. One writer said that God doesn't call most of us to change professions, God doesn't call most of us to die for our faith, but God calls all of us to become new people and to live lives that are different as a result of having met Christ. God takes what we are good at, what we love to do, and calls us to turn from serving ourselves alone and instead to do what we do with the eyes of the kingdom of heaven. To the fishermen, I will make you fish for people. To the doctor who knows how to heal the body, I will make you heal the whole person, body, soul and spirit. To the engineer or the architect, I want to put you to work putting my world back together as it belongs. To the accountant or the attorney, I'll make you the stewards of God's realm. To the mom or the dad, I want you to care for all of my children. Martin Luther King was speaking once to a group of students in a junior high school in Philadelphia. He knew that they wouldn't all become doctors or lawyers, although I'm sure he hoped that some of them would, but he knew that they could still respond to the call to the new reality of God's kingdom, whatever their lot in life. He said these words to them, "'If it falls your lot to be a street sweeper, sweep streets like Michelangelo painted pictures.' Sweep streets like Beethoven composed music. Sweep streets like Leontine Price sings before the Metropolitan Opera. Sweep streets like Shakespeare wrote poetry. Sweep streets so well that all the hosts of heaven and earth will have to pause and say, Here lived a great street sweeper who swept his job well. It doesn't matter whether we are a street sweeper or a fisherman, a politician or a preacher, a judge or a janitor, a banker, a ballerina or a bartender, when we hear the voice of Jesus saying, come, follow me, it will transform what we do now from serving the kingdoms of this world to serving God's kingdom of justice, peace, and love. That's what being a disciple of Jesus means. Jesus has called us and is calling each one of us. To each and every one of us again today, come, follow me, and your lives and our world will be forever changed. Amen.